It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous. That's who we are with yes. Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. You found us. Lucky you. Um, if you have any issues in your dating life, your love life, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, our French romantic here. Yes. Bonjour et bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Oh, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour. I love having that French accent well, in my life every night. Thank you, Angie. It's very romantic. Thank and I'm you. Angie Taylor, your yes. realist. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Simon, I saw something. I don't remember where I saw it. Um, maybe it was on Twitter. I saw a feed where people were talking about things they used to do in relationships. So we're going to play a little game okay. when, we, when we come back. And I want to play it with our listeners, too. 855-905-8255. I can't believe I used to blank in relationships. Like, I can't believe I used to make them call me every hour. I can't believe I used to drive by their house when, <laughs> to check where yeah. they were. I can't believe I used to blank in relationships. Let's admit it. When we first start doing relationships when we're young, we do some crazy things because we don't know how to behave. <laughs> you know it. You live and learn. You get a little bit older. Yeah. And you look back on some of those past relationships and go, I cannot believe I used to do that when I was in a relationship. I have a few. The sad thing is when people are still doing those after 10, 20 relations and they haven't learned. Yeah. All right, but let's hear yours. We all have something to admit on this show. When we come back, what is your dirty little secret about what you used to do that you know is wrong now, but you never would have maybe admitted it back then? I can't believe I used to blank in relationships. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are love dating romance relationships. I saw something on Twitter. Um, I don't know when it was. Sometime this week where somebody was talking about all the dumb things that they did uh-huh. early on in relationships. You know, when we start relationships, what, 18, 19, 16, whatever it is. Yeah. We do dumb things. And then you become an adult and you sometimes reflect on past loves, past relationships. Like, I cannot believe I did that back in the day. So I want you to fill in the blank. I can't believe I used to do or I used to blank when I was in relationships. 855-905-8255. Just to make you feel comfortable about calling in and admitting some of the silly things you did, I'm going to go around the room on the rendezvous. And find out what everybody has to say. And I'll start with my co-host, Simon Marcel. I can't believe I used to... To be so jealous when I was 16 or 17 on my girlfriend, Sabine. I would call her house. She would pick up the phone. I would hear her voice. Hang up on her. Not say a word. Why? To make sure she was home. I can't believe she... I used to check if they were home. See? I just ah! I, Okay, that's one. <laughs> that's a good one. And I would do it over and over. She would say... Anything else? Yeah, or, or uh, I can't believe I bought, I remember, a CD player to a girl who said, I really don't like you, Simon. I bought this CD player to like buy her love, right? Ah. It, it, didn't, it didn't work. It, nothing of this works. I can't believe I used to try to buy affection. You know it. Okay. So that, Those are good. Well, and, and true. I can't believe that I yeah. used to keep people around out of loneliness or boredom in relationships. I would stay in them for so long just because okay. I wanted somebody to go to a movie with. It was cold outside. I wanted a Netflix, whatever it was. Okay. I, I kept a, a lot of relationships in my life for way longer than they should have been. Toxic, 
whatever it was. I didn't like them. They like me. I was taking advantage of that. I can't believe I used to do that. That's mm-hmm. dumb. Let's go to our executive producer, Jill. I can't believe I used to ghost on people all the time. Ghost. Yeah. Even after months of dating, I would just disappear. This and is I really know interesting that a girl, we mm-hmm. don't hear about girls ghosting very much. Yeah. I didn't, they I just do. didn't think about the other person at all. And I kind of just was like, I'm done. And I figured they got the hint. And they'll and get over it? Yeah, it was rude and Do bad. you feel like you really hurt some people? I just feel like doing that? maybe I don't As know. I'm looking at Jill like the dude that's ghosted <laughs> me. I'm like, don't you know that I was like calling your mom going, why won't he talk to me anymore? I feel terrible about it, really. Do but, you? You know. No, you don't. You really feel well, terrible about it. A little bit bad. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our assistant producer, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi. I'm the tec- I- technical producer. Oh, you're the technical yeah. producer. Okay, I'm sorry, Trisha. I, I can't keep them all straight. We have a lot of people Dialed on the show here. now. I'm the sound guy. It's a good thing. All right, I can't believe I used to. Okay, here, re- here's a fundamental shift that's occurred as I've aged in the dating game. When I was younger, I used to kind of hide if there was ever any interest from another girl or any kind of flirting with another girl from the girl I was dating because I thought it was like disrespectful uh, or something. You know? Uh-huh. Well, like it I, is disrespectful. Well, well not... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting to. Now, I kind of make sure to keep them on their toes and let them know that, look, other girls are, are noticing and you better keep in line. Well, that's annoying, too. Like, I can't believe you do that now. <laughs> this is supposed to be an I can't believe you mm. did that before segment. Uh, like, I can't believe right now you're using that as a tactic to keep girls interested that other people no, want No, no, no. You. you see, I, it used to be a tactic to hide it because I thought it was, like, rude or something. But it's not rude. It's just showing your worth. But why are keep- you why are you keep bringing that up, though? Like, that's annoying, too. Like, oh, my God. If I went home and told my husband every dude that looked at me a certain time or hit on me or tried to talk to me or asked me out, my husband would be dizzy. I don't bring okay? it up. I don't bring it up. I don't tell. I'm just saying, like, if you're at a party... Or something like feel free to Exhausting. mix to mix with the guests. Don't. Oh don't, yeah. Well, yeah. You should. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Everybody wants Adam. You guys, stop it. Stop it with Adam. It's not what okay? I said. Not what I no, said. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a good uh, one though. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to hear from our listeners. I can't believe I used to blank in a relationship. What is your confession? Next. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. We'll be back with the rendezvous. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Oh, man, if you didn't hear that last segment, you missed it. I can't believe I used to blank mm-hmm. in relationships. I need you to fill in the blank. Yep. Everybody on the Rendezvous did. If you missed it, go to simonandangie.com. But I want to go to our listeners now. 855-905-8255. Fill in the blank. Alton, listening in Cedar Hills, Utah. Let's go to Alton on My99.5. Hi, Alton. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm really excited Hi. to talk to you guys. I listen to your show all the time. First time calling in, though. Uh, you guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So fill in the blank. I can't believe I used to in relationships. <clears throat> yeah, I used to uh, back out emotionally if I was involved with someone and they liked me more than I liked them. If I wasn't feeling it and I could tell they were really liking me instead of sitting down and talking to them like an adult, I would just back out emotionally. You'd back out emotionally, but would you still... Friends with benefits? I, well, yeah, and to the point where they're like, oh, I know this isn't going anywhere, you know. So I why just, would you do that? Was that because you just wanted somebody in the meantime? I would just back out emotionally so that they would have to break up with me. Oh, oh. so you would basically treat someone not so well, hoping yeah, that you weren't the bad guy. I, right. I was kind of like thing. that guy, yeah. You know who Alton is? Bad guy. Bad guy, Alton. <laughs> you were. I, I, 
I'm not anymore. I'm married now, and I realized that if I was going to be yeah. with someone of character, that I had to stop doing that. There you go. Uh, See, good we, for all, you. we all do things when we were younger and relationships are new that we maybe yeah. are not so proud of. But and, I, and then we evolve. And we evolve, and we learn from that. Hopefully, yeah. there are some people <laughs> that still pull those pranks and still do that and have not emotionally evolved at all. But, Alton, you're not one of those guys, and nope. we're happy that you're married and happily married. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for calling the rendezvous and admitting. Thanks. More with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had this topic, Simon. Yeah. I can't believe in relationships that I used to blank. Mm-hmm. You know, you look back on relationships and think, oh my gosh, I was so such a ding dong. I can't believe I treated somebody <laughs> that way. I can't believe I operated that way. Uh, we all had our stories. Um, I used to keep people around for too long. You used to buy affection sometimes. Jill would ghost people. But I wanted to call out our assistant producer, Trisha, who I know... Um, oh Lord! With her Trishues, has has done a few things that I don't know if you remember anything. What? Maybe you want to confess to anything. What? Let me, let me ask you the question. Trisha. I can't. I can't think I of can't, anything. I can't believe I used to. <laughs> oh. Mm. Can you think of anything? Ignore red flags. Probably ignore in relationships. Red flags. Yeah. Meaning, I would have to say that. Like you would give people too many opportunities, right? Definitely. I always would give people the benefit of the doubt. So How old are you though right now? I'm 26. 26. Okay. Yes. Giving the ben- the benefit of the doubt is a very kumbaya granola amazing <laughs> way to be. And I love that. But when it comes to dating, it's guerrilla warfare out here. Yeah. I feel like everybody's well, a predator and a killer and a like a crazy well, person. I need people to prove themselves to me first. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm more romantic than that, as you know. You so are. I, I'm on the same page. So you Trisha. give people the benefit of the doubt? And I always give the chance. Yeah, of course. What if the somebody screws up with you right away? I try you... and understand if it was against me or a mistake that is I can forgive. You try to rationalize away their mistake? Maybe, if I like Ooh. the person, because we all make mistakes. Mm. So I'm, I mean, I'm on the side of love and romance, right or wrong, but that's how I feel. You gotta be careful, Simon. Protect your heart, baby. Oh, Protect I know, but I, I, I don't want to live in fear. So, is so my heart is. Uh, Listen, Still all, there. all of our hearts are special, okay? Look at how Earth Mama I am right now. I cannot now. <laughs> handle this right now. You've been no. quiet, Trisha. Go back into the other room. Okay, more uh, yeah, of the rendezvous yeah, yeah. when we come back. Welcome to the show. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk love, dating, romance, relationships. We had this whole topic, Simon Marcel. Yes. Our French romantic. Um, I can't believe I used to blank in relationships. Um, I can't believe I used to let people hurt me over and over again. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I used to buy affection. I can't believe I would uh, drive by somebody's house every day to make sure that they were home. Just things that, you know, now that you're a little bit more seasoned in relationships, (laughs) you look back and go, oh my God, I can't believe I used to do that. Yeah, We had some good good ones around the show. Um, And then we got to our assistant producer, Trisha, and we were talking about red flags that you may have ignored. Mm -hmm. And I love this because... This kind of goes along with that whole topic, and I feel like when we reflect on relationships and kick ourselves, like, how did I not? Like, Because when you're in it, you know when you're in it and your friends are trying to shake sense into you and your family's saying, this is so bad, how do you not see it? Yeah. Um, and then hindsight, you know, when you're outside the fishbowl, you can see this was so wrong. I cannot believe I missed this red flag. Simon, Marcel, was there ever a red flag when you were dating someone that now you look back and go, I cannot believe 
that I did not see that from a mile away. Oh yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot, but there's one story where I was dating this girl back in Paris, and we were in a club at the time. I still used to go out in clubs, and I, you know I don't party much. So about one in the morning, I said I'm going home. You know, let, let's go. And she said, Oh, my girlfriend Michelle is there, so I'm gonna party with her. I'll be back in a bit, okay? So I go home alone. She came back at seven in the morning. Was an explanation of that she was just as a girlfriend, all this. Something in that story felt not true, okay? Right. But sucker that I was, I believed it because I liked her so much, and I let her get away with it. And later on, I found out she was not with a girlfriend, Michelle, but with an, another guy. Mm. And, and I just feel so bad I let that happen. Aww. And, no, re, and, and well, just, you don't feel bad. You no, just but, feel like a sucker sometimes. But like, than, how did I not know better? Exactly, Angie. But you know, like we're bl- that's why they say love is blind. Sometimes so, we are blind to what people are doing to us because we're so by our own blindness, right? Yes. We, we, it's it's like you hear something. If it was your best friend, you would say, "Wake up!" What are you doing? How many but, times have you wanted to like smack a friend in the face? Plenty, like times. they do in the movies, and be like, "Wake up!" What is wrong with you? So that time, I still, you know. That I let that's, that happen. That's a big one. I had one one yeah, time. That's what I, um, I was dating a guy who had a relationship before me that was very long term. And I thought it was over. He always was telling me it was over. There was nothing, nothing. I was suspicious a little bit. That's red flag number one. Mm-hmm. When you see oh, them yeah. texting, when you see them calling, and there's always an excuse. And they're not where they say they are. Red flag number two that I overlooked was the big one. He was very into cars, motorcycles, things like that. Okay. Um. He said, I have tickets to go to, you know how they have uh, Formula One races in France all the time, right? Yeah, in yeah. Paris. That's Absolutely. where Formula One, the big race, what is it called? Monaco, you mean? Okay. Monaco. They had a Formula One race in Indianapolis, like yeah. where they have the Indy 500. So he had tickets and I was like, oh, that's so cool for you. You know, you love cars. Like he loved really fancy cars to go watch them race. Um, he's like, I'm going with my friend. You know, whatever. Yeah. I call his hotel. He's not calling me. I call his phone. He's not calling me. I finally call his hotel again. A woman picks up the phone. It's his ex-girlfriend. Oh, no. And he says to me, I didn't tell you, but when we were dating, I had tickets for me and her to go to Formula One together. And I felt really bad because she really wanted to go. So they're not only at the race together, they're in a hotel room together. It was a whole weekend thing. I still took him back. See? Hello. We all make that mistake. I bet every caller, every listener that we have, Angie, has a story like we It's embarrassing to even say that out loud. Isn't it? Like, you just feel, oh, but yeah, you're right. Everybody listening, I know you have that story in your head. Like, oh my God, I can't believe. I can't believe. But we learn from those. Yeah. Right? Hopefully. Hopefully. No, you learn and hopefully you find someone that treats you with respect and you don't have to question What's going on? Exactly. All right. Thank you. That was a great, honest conversation, Rendezvous Show. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. And thank you to our listeners. More next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, where we talk about love, dating, and relationships and try to answer some of your questions if you need advice. A lot of times we'll get questions on our social media, which is always Simon and Angie, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, and we got a Twitter DM question, Simon. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. So a guy that wrote into our DM said, how do I approach a girl at the gym? I've never talked to her before. I just see her all the time. I'm into her. I don't want to seem creepy, so what do I say? This is a tricky situation because some people are at the gym 
to just get their hour done. I look not cute. I don't have makeup on. I don't want anybody talking to me. I'm in here to grind for an hour and get the heck out and get it over with. Some people go to the gym and full hair and makeup. They got the Lululemon, like whatever they got going on that are there to pick people up. So what would you say to our Twitter person who's asking us this question, Simon? So since I've been there at the gym, I noticed one important detail that if you're going to ask a woman out, ask her on her way into the gym, not on her way out to the gym, because when women are sweating, they do not feel comfortable talking to you and there's an immediate defense mechanism that it's not the right time. So you, you're saying not when she's all sweaty and... Never. What never if you've already taken out. a shower and you look cute? Well, that, okay, so if that's the case, you're good. Now, it's just like, some people just go home, some people... Right, take, I leave right away and I'm not taking any more do, time than I need to. Most do, so that's why... and. You only are creepy if you are. It's just what's inside of you, yeah. the intense. Like, if you know every class that she goes to and you're standing outside the That's door. That's creepy. If you know which machine she works on every day and you're standing by the machine ready to, can I get you a spot? That's so, creepy. To avoid to be creepy, the sooner the better. Right. So it's spontaneous. Hey, you know, what's up? Looking for signals, too. Like, if you're missing well, a yeah. signal, like, I feel like you get cues. I want to talk about that, Simon. Okay. All right, let's talk about that. How do you approach? When? When do you go in? In for the kill. In for the delivery. In for the love. In for the love. When do you go in for the love? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were just talking about um, being in a situation where you're in public, maybe, where wherever it is, you see somebody that you want to approach. Yes. Simon, you're a single man. If mm-hmm. you see a woman that you find attractive, how do you know that it's okay to approach that woman? What cues are you getting? My intuition, my instinct. But she must be giving off something that says it's okay to come over and say hi. I have never stopped myself ever in my life, Angie. Well, what if she's to, with a man? Well, I never, no, that would be rude. Obviously. Uh, no, so I only. What if she's with her girlfriends? I don't stop there. If a girl is with her group of girls. Yes. And you, let's say Jill and I are out with all our girlfriends and you see Jill across the room and you say, I really want to approach her. Yeah. Would you just approach Jill or would you say hi to the whole group or would you go straight for Jill and be like, I'm so, sorry to interrupt you? How do you do that? Here's what would happen. Let's say there's you, there's a group of friends from here. Okay. Sure. And let's say I don't know Jill, I don't work with Jill. I would say to everybody, hello, everybody. And so you acknowledge it's not just about Jill right now, but about everybody. Said, And I said, I just saw your friend. And then I would point at Jill and said, you're a very beautiful woman. Oh, and that's I, smooth, and, though. Because you said, I just saw your friend. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you uh, how hot I think your and friend I is. I would say to Jill, I said, you know, hi, I'm Simon. And what is your name? She would say, I'm Jill. And I said, are you single in a relationship? That would be in what I've done all my life. There. That's it. And that's you keep smooth. your physical distance. Wouldn't that be hot, Jill? Jill is nodding yes. That would be hot. That would be very good if you said that. I'm sorry, ladies. Yes, that's... I don't mean to interrupt. This con- your friend, not you guys. You guys are the donkeys of this group. Your friend <laughs> no. really caught my eye, and I have to say hi to her. I... All the girls would be swooning. They'd be like, ooh. I just... That's if, swag. I, I feel it in my heart and my soul. I got to say hi. <sighs> you can never, never, you know, not follow what your instinct is as a man. I love it. Romantic swag. You, you have to. Thank you, Angie. <laughs> All right. Love dating romance and more with Simon Marcel, our French romantic next on The Rendezvous. 
Hello, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. We love to give advice. We are not professionals. We are just people who have been in it. We're your friends. Yes, that's right? us. All right. So our French romantic and the realist myself. Let's go to the line, Simon. Mm-hmm. 855-905-8255. Let's go to San Benito, Texas, listening on KISS 105.5 and 106.3. Here is Eden. Hi, Eden. Bonjour. Hey, guys. What's going on? You need some advice? I do. I do. Um, So I've been married five years, and my husband and I, there's kind of an age gap. He's about uh, 20 years older than I am. So I guess, yeah, major age gap. Oh, hey, girl. I know. I love him. He's (laughs) awesome. But his hearing, his hearing is starting to go a little bit. Not major, but a little bit. So when we watch TV, he, like, blares the TV so loud and we've been getting complaints from our neighbors and he's tried to turn it down but inevitably it always goes back up and i've turned into like the nagging wife quote unquote because i'm like look you're it's too loud and i don't want to like hurt his feelings but i know it's partially because you know he's getting up there well i I was just going to ask that question because my husband even though he's not up there has (laughs) I don't, I don't. Maybe he's just tuning me out. I don't know, but yeah, I feel like I'm constantly. That. Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly repeating myself with him, and I think maybe it's just me. But you're talking about a TV where it's a TV that he's trying to listen to. Have you ever suggested, "Hey, babe, I love you, but it sounds like you got earmuffs on. You can't hear the TV. Maybe it's time for a hearing test." Um, I have not done that because I think it would just crush him. But it's probably how old necessary. is he? Can I ask how old? How old? He's fifty-four. Okay. Well, that's okay to, you know, hey, getting old no. is not for the weak. Like, it's not easy getting older. I've been losing my sight so much, and I'm not even is, old. Simon, what would you say for her? Yeah, and and, and I'm almost 50, so I'm, I'm joining your, your husband's age there. Here's, uh, my, I'll be honest, my father has major ear problems. He's 90, of course, so it's different. But they have a great technique at home. So they have those headsets like we have here. Where my dad and my mom, so you can hear very loud, and then they have the headset that is connected to the television, and each of them on the headset can control the volume. Oh. The result of this has been so fabulous. Wow. Is yes. there like a cord? No, no, no. It's, the Bluetooth. It's a Bluetooth. Oh, and, that is so great. And, and which allows each carrier of the headset to adjust different volumes. Yes. So you're so you could have one volume, and your husband has the super the, loud if he extra, wants to. <laughs> and nobody in the house hears the very loud oh, or the very not and the loud. Neighbors don't complain. Yes, because people wow, are very sensitive great. about that. I didn't so even think it, of that. I didn't even that think is of a that. great idea. Yeah. And a lot of the TVs are smart TVs now that that's why. that are compatible with Bluetooth. Bluetooth. And and <gasps> so it solved this issue without having to have the difficult talk. Simon. Well, I mean, I perfect learned from advice. my parents. On no, that's this perfect. One. That's perfect. It's just technical. With that one. Yes. Um, so I understand, according to our producers, that you have another question that you wanted to ask as well. Um, okay. Well. Ask that question. We might not have time to answer it in this segment, but ask right now so we can hear what you have. Sure. Um, we're totally madly in love. He's a great, great husband. We have different um, times of the day that we like to make a, how would Simon say, ooh la la. Mm-hmm. And um, he's very much the morning, and I hate the morning. So we kind of like aren't in a rhythm of like consistency because – he likes it in the morning, and I'm like the most turned off in the morning. So we tend to go a long period of time without really 
kind of make it happen because it's so like, you're saying the rhythm of consistency is not having ooh yeah. okay mm-hmm. all right i want to talk about this i yeah. i have to say eden i'm on your side with the no morning thing you too Ugh. yeah and there's uh, a reason for it coffee eden can you hang on for one second i want to talk about sure. that when we come back Morning, ooh la la. Are you down? <laughs> Some people love it. Some people know. I'm one of those. I've never been. Never. Interesting. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back with our caller, Eden, in from Texas. Hi, Eden. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Oh, so Eden was telling us before the break that um, her husband and herself are having a time issue when it comes to what time for the ooh-la-la. Mm-hmm. Simon, she's saying he wants it all the time in the morning, she wants it at night, and so now there's these long stretches of no ooh-la-la. I'm with you, Eden. I don't like ooh-la-la in the morning because I need to get up, get my coffee, brush my teeth, and yeah. all of that. I don't want morning breath. That's my big thing. Nobody um, does. But first thing in the morning, if you're like rolling right over. Well, was that Eden? You mean first thing in the morning, even nobody has time to brush their teeth? It's kind of like first thing in the morning, regardless, or even if we brush our teeth, it's like my libido is just not there. It takes time to get going during the day. And then he's busy during the day. So, and then at night he's tired and I'm like, let's go. And it's, just our rhythms are off. And what do you do, Simon, when the rhythm is off like that? Well, you compromise. So when the rhythm is off, there is on the weekends, I don't know if you have time, for instance, in the afternoon. So it's not the morning. It's afternoon not delights. Af- yes, afternoon Nobody's delights. working, yes. hopefully. So, I mean, chemically, men, of course, in the morning are always ready. It's, an, it's the nature of yeah. the beast. But the good news is most men are most of the time ready. So if he's tired at night, you go in the afternoon and you find a balance. Because the worst thing you guys can do is stop completely having ulalas, because that will create a major problem. So Eden, you called with the uh, sound issue with the TV. Uh, Simon told you about the Bluetooth. Simon really helped you out today and also told you, <laughs> hey, he always is going to want it. So you pick the time. You get the Bluetooth. You got some work to do this weekend. I need a trip to Best Buy. Yes. And I need a, a calendar <laughs> appointment time with you for the ulala. Can you do that? Yes. I am on Amazon right now. Boom. Good. I love it. Good for you. Good luck to you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye, Eden. Good luck. All right, more of The Rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Welcome back with Simon and Angie. We just had our caller, Eden. Simon, you were such a great help to her. Oh, thank you. Uh, just... You really were. You gave her great advice thank on, you, on both her husband, who couldn't hear anymore. <laughs> that... and, and the the one thing I want to talk more about, um, she said her husband always wants ooh-la-la first thing in the morning. First things first. We are all like that. And you also talked about the rhythm mm-hmm. and you have to find what times work for you. And I have, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I have this issue with my husband, okay? Okay. So my husband has the luxury of being able to work from home, mm-hmm. being able to go into work when he wants to go. He's got a very fluid lifestyle where he can kind of just like ebb and flow, which yeah. is a dream for me. Unfortunately, my life is very, very structured when it comes to that. I have a very early morning show I do in Chicago. You start at five. Yes. I'm out of the door at 4.30. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with this show, it's back and forth. It's this and that. My husband, when I get home at night, that's when he wants it. And that's when I'm like, I just want to go to bed. I've had a long day. And I feel like 
he's the one that's like, okay, we're in a room. It's dark. Let's go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so late. I have to get up in three hours. And I feel bad saying that. So I want to know from you, Simon, Mm -hmm. do you think that I should just go with it sometimes and, you know, use it so I don't lose it? Or... Is there something else I should be doing? I have the worst schedule ever, and I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. It's my fault, and he's at the mercy of my schedule for his love life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we come back, I yes. want your advice, uh, because you gave Eden such good advice. I'm Thank like, you. well, let me ask him a question of my own. Absolutely. If you don't <laughs> mind that I'm a little selfish on our show. <laughs> okay. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk love, dating, romance, relationships, ooh-la-la, and lack thereof sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, from our last caller, Eden, who said her husband always wants, as soon as you wake up, the ooh-la-la. And she's like, yeah. I need coffee. I need to get up. I need to go to work. I need to take a shower. She's yeah. in a rush. Yeah, yeah. And it's inconvenient. And then I got selfish because I was thinking about my own relationship. So I have a question for you, Simon. You gave her great advice. Yeah. My husband is the complete opposite. He's like right before bed. Okay, we're in the bed. It's dark. Let's go. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been working all day. Right. Where were you three hours ago, (laughs) five hours ago? Like we were home all day and that never came up. So how should I handle that? Just to, so we're clear, does he say it like that, Angie, or you just make it no, like how, but how, because you know when somebody is trying to get to that place, and so he'll come into bed and it'll be you know like the seduction so, scenario, and I'm like now now it's happening. Let me ask you this: Have you ever had this this conversation about why not in the afternoon? Why not at two or three in the afternoon? The I weekends? Have. And what does he say? And he agrees. He agrees. He's like, I'm sorry. You know what? I'll try to do better. You're right. But it things should. don't change. No. Okay. So that's a great conversation to have. He, so I was your husband was an ex-girlfriend of mine where I was trying at night. She was tired. We had this problem, right? Mm-hmm. What I've learned is that there's always a compromise somewhere. Both parties have to understand each other because mm-hmm. the ooh la is the energy of the couple. You stop that, you become best friends, but you lose the, the fire. There's but I don't mo- want to be roommates. No. And you don't want to dry spell that lasts forever. Should and, I be initiating more? I think that you should talk about it together once, again more, about the afternoon, about this, so that, and you can tell, we've talked about it, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Why? So we both make an effort, Mm -hmm. okay? So my sister, as a shrink, said when she was married, I would always be making an effort, even if it's a five minutes, three minutes, because the man, yes, because I never wanted my husband to resent the frustration. I start to feel bad myself, too, because then I feel like... In a way, he seems like he's always trying because he's coming in and trying. But I'm always tired, so then I feel guilty. Like, well, it's hot for it, both of you. Yeah, to be fair, and he can always say, "Well, I tried, reje- I tried, I tried." I'm like, "Well, it's eleven o'clock at night. I have to get up in four hours." Totally, he feels rejected. He knows, and you yeah. exhausted. So yes, really. Okay, that's. I mean, making love, ooh la la, is fundamental. It is. For a healthy relationship. If you think, if you stop doing it, it's going to not impact the mood. Oh, it does. For both. It does. And I have been in a relationship where it's completely gone away. And they always say that ooh-la-la isn't everything. 
But ooh-la-la becomes the only thing you think about when you're not having it. Because then it becomes everything. And it's like, why are we not doing every little thing will irritate you? It'll become the cancer that spreads. It is the root of toxicity in relationships. You're absolutely right, Angie. Stop having ooh-la-la. Give excuses and your relationship is going down the drain slowly, like a slow, rotten a river, but there is a compromise. Nobody's an object. Nobody's at demand. It's right. not like on-demand no, television. I'm not, and I'm not saying every day. Now, in your case, and it's exceptional because of your schedule. Mm-hmm. Because you wake up at th- four o'clock. Yes, I mean that's it's not fair on either of us. My schedule, it really no, isn't. But that's but there, but that's the woman he's with, and that's his wife, and he has the advantage of all of it too. And at the same time, for you and him, I think there is a little conversation to have. And and that being said, it is a little bit on me too to initiate. I feel like women are so used to men constantly wanting Absolutely. it, constantly, you know, being the aggressor and constantly giving cues that we want it, that we are, when it's not happening, we're like, well, what's wrong with us? He doesn't want it right now. He you do- don't want to go there. So maybe at two o'clock when it's not on his you mind, may, I put it on his exactly. mind. Exactly. Okay. Now you, you, yeah, exactly. You, you have the brain for that. So well, I'll try. Happy really weekend's tired. coming. Tired sometimes. I know you're tired. Two o'clock, kids are out like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm going to go to the park. I'm you like, said, yeah. come here. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Simon, for your help with me and uh, your help with all of our listeners well, tonight. I appreciate th- it. Thank you. Okay. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance. If you missed our great topics tonight, please check out our podcast at simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way the show opened with the Twitter topic. I can't believe I used to fill in the blank in relationships. I can't believe I used to stalk them yeah. on Facebook. I can't believe that I used to buy their affection. I can't believe I just used them for something when I knew they liked me and I didn't like them. Yes. Um, I love that. How to approach someone when you're interested at the gym. That was a Twitter direct message that we got. Mm-hmm. And then we had Eden um, at the end of the show. Her problem about the timing with her husband of the ooh-la-la. He always wants it in the morning. She needs her coffee. She needs to brush her teeth and go to work. Mm-hmm. And they're so off. Yeah. And that's where your, Simon says, of advice came in. Yeah, I said the ooh-la-la is the energy of the relationship. When meaning you have to find the time, make the time, compromise together on what works for you guys. But if you give up on the ooh-la-la, you are losing the energy of it. And then you become best friends, brothers and sisters. or Roommates. Worse. Or Roommates. Worse. And you lose what keeps people together, this energy. The when intimacy. you make love. Yes, of course. If you don't, it's, it's just two friends you know, living together. And also, I liked your point, too. If somebody is always initiating at a certain time and that time doesn't work for you, how about you initiate during the time that works Absolutely. for you? Absolutely. You know? Both sides should always both, initiate. Both should initiate when they feel it. And then go with it. All right. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, thank you so much. Thank you, Angie. And listen, if you want to get a hold of us, ask for advice or comment anything on the show, if we're here or not, simonandangie.com. That's our website. And you can send us an email. Also, mm-hmm. Simon and Angie on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. all the time. And you can leave messages at any time, 855 905 8255. Check us out. iHeartRadio app. Search Simon and Angie. And we will do more ooh-la-la yes. and romance tomorrow <laughs> on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.